Hey, you. What are you doing here? How'd you end up here? No, I'm just kidding. Welcome to Song Prescription. I'm Kaylee, one-third of the people you'll regularly hear in this podcast. Sometimes we make callbacks to previous episodes. That by no means means you have to go back and start at episode one. You can pick up wherever your little heart desires, but if you feel a little lost or you feel like there are too many inside jokes, just know everything draws back to things we've discussed before. If you get a little bit tired of our banter, check the episode description. There's a timestamp of when we start prescribing songs. If you don't know what I'm talking about on Song Prescription, listeners send in their needs, their ailments, their moods, and we give them prescriptions in the form of music. Each episode has a corresponding playlist. You can find everything at our website, songrxpod.com. Interact with us. We want to hear what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're needing. We are at songrxpod on all the socials. Again, this is Song Prescription. We hope you enjoy. We hope you stay a little while, maybe a long while. We hope you become our best friend. So we'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. Oh, back to school, back to school, to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school, back to school, back to school. We're going back to school. Yeah. Yeah, we did get a um, listener submission for this episode. And when when it first came through, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is a great one," and I even replied to her and was like, "This th- this was the perfect time to request it. By the time it comes out, it'll literally be the week you're going back to school." And uh, then I went to do it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to school in years. That I had that thought after <laughs> I picked my songs today. I was like, "You know what? Maybe this is hard because we're old." I don't know. This is from a good friend of ours. Yeah, number one fan, self-proclaimed. But yeah, she's she works in the school. She's a therapist. As a school counselor. Counselor. That would be a hard job. <coughs> I bet sometimes yes. it's like really rewarding and fun, and then sometimes it's probably like, wow, this fucking sucks. Uh, I mean, I ask. Um, I love to ask our friends that are teachers or guidance counselor. Oh, sorry. Wait, they don't call them guidance counselor. School counselors. I think that's a new thing. Re- what's the wh- what's the wrong connotation about guidance counselor? See, I haven't been to school in a long time. I didn't know that wasn't PC. Oh, maybe no, not not those <coughs> PC. I think they just have a new title now. Maybe I, maybe I'm mistaken. I'll have to to double check on that one. But when I ask our school faculty friends what school is like these days, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's so different. Yeah, phones. Kids have phones now. I had to like pass notes. Kids don't like have fear Roxy, of you're adults. You're not wrong, but I think that it is because I think it's more about like accreditation or like making sure that they're more, I guess, respected. It says some schools still use the outdated term guidance counselor, but the American School Counselor Association encourages the use of school counselor gotcha. to more accurately reflect the role. So who knows? <coughs> Kids need role models. Kids need some guidance. Kids are fucking really dumb sometimes. Um, I certainly <laughs> was dumb. And I probably could have used a little bit more guidance and a little bit more counseling. But um, here I am. So yeah, that's what's coming up on this episode of Song Prescription. What you going
always school. It's school. Did I you do homework? I did do homework, Kaylee. I did not. I don't have follow-up facts because that's my slacker student persona. That's just kidding. I was not actually a slacker in school, but well, I can't. I, I I listened to the episode. I mean, I do all the editing, so I listened to the episode several times, and I I couldn't pick out certain things that we might may have may or may not have been wrong or right about. I think it was mostly stuff that I wasn't sure about myself. Okay. Things that I said. Um, actually, I'm going to start with this one. This isn't this isn't a fact. This is one of those things that has come back to bite us in the ass. Oh, okay. And it's related to the covers episode? It, it, this one is from the episode before. Okay, okay. Which is episode seven. Um, it was the workout episode. Uh-oh. Okay, on August 3rd, it came out that there was a lawsuit against Lizzo, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly, do you remember what was in the lawsuit? Oh, well, it was... It was a like few things. Oh, there was a ton. It was like fat shaming. Wasn't it like religious shaming? Yeah, that too. Yeah. And, like, they, they were basically calling it an unfit or unsafe work environment. Yeah. Okay, so the fact... Mind you, we recorded that way no, before no, the, this, we didn't, this uh, lawsuit came down. We didn't do anything wrong. This was just some crazy foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. And I actually never have stood on the ground of, like, Lizzo's going to be an angel forever. I did, I've never thought that. I've never said that about anybody, <laughs> including <laughs> myself. <laughs> Something's coming back to get all of us. Okay. People are really fucking disappointed. Well, here's the right thing. Now. Whether Lizzo really fired a oh, one of her backup dancers for gaining weight, whether that's true or not, well, let's say if it wasn't true, that is a really, really good way for the person who's filing the lawsuit to fuck her over because like yeah. that's her whole thing. Yeah. Jim, do you know about the lawsuit? I do. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um sorry, I just don't really have much to say. Oh. Well in episode seven. <laughs> About weight gain or Lizzo or you saw. Well, you guys kind of <laughs> nailed it. I mean, this this sucks. It's, uh, it's very it's hypocritical. Sad. I'm just going to read this quote. Oh, no. The timing. There's nothing. Okay, but a million people could have said this. Okay. <laughs> the quote. If you don't lose 40 pounds. <laughs> if, I remember that. If you don't lose 40 pounds, it's fine. <laughs> oh, shit. This is what I said. Yes. Lizzo's still got your back. <laughs> she'll be positive about your body. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> she deceived us you? all, Jim. I thought this was so. Okay, I thought I this was a direct quote from Lizzo. Like, if you don't lose 40 pounds, you're fired. <laughs> But no, it was my quote. No, you were really supportive of her. <laughs> she let you down. Yeah. Lizzo yeah, let you she down. let you down, mm-hmm. Jim. You should mm-hmm. sue her ass for that. Yeah. <laughs> Making me look like an idiot on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As if I don't do that myself already. Um, uh, wow. Mm. I just thought that was funny. The timing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I do have real follow-up facts here. Okay, so in the last episode, um, we were talking about cucks, and I was like, oh, like that guy, Jerry Falwell, uh, and you were like, who? Okay, so there's a 
a documentary about this on Hulu called God Forbid and is about Jerry Falwell Jr., who was the president of a very Christian university called Liberty in Virginia. Oh, yep, yep. His father was a huge televangelist. I mean, this family is loaded. Anyways, he liked to watch his wife have sex with this young guy. Um, that was such a weird case when it all came out public. Yeah, I mean, hey, if that's your thing, fine. But Same, they were, like, abusing power. Yeah, and, that's, and they, it was that they were super, like, that's yeah. one of those schools that's, like, super uber Like, Christian. they would, like, kick you out if yeah. you did that kind of stuff. And, mm. um, but the uh, president of the school was doing it. What is the name of that school? Liberty. Yes, you just. <laughs> Which right. is a strange name for that it is. school. It really is. <laughs> um, and then, um. I couldn't remember who was Dolly Parton's counterpart in the movie that she was in. I didn't even know which movie it was, but the song, um, I Will Always Love You, she sings it in there, and it's on the soundtrack. That's the original version, um, which Whitney Houston later covered um, for The Bodyguard. <laughs> I couldn't remember who the guy was. and I was like, I knew he had a mustache, and I was like, uh, Tom Selleck? <laughs> it was Burt Reynolds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, same old same. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of are the same to me. And that movie is called The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Oh. Do you know that? No. No. Oh. <laughs> well, are we talking about the movie or the actual play? Because <laughs> I have opinions. Um, I have a ranking one through ten. <laughs> and then this thing, I was just going to put a bow tie on it. So a bow tie. <laughs> put a bow. On a it. bow on it. <laughs> I was gonna put a bow tie a on bow it tie and bring it to the ball. It's really hard to tie. <laughs> I I have never tried, but I've heard. Okay, so in episode seven, we were talking about Doctor Luke, who is a music producer and a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And um, Jim, you were saying it was like such a shame because he he makes good music, but he's awful. And I was like, oh, he's like Phil Spector. And I think that's all I said. <laughs> in the following um, episode, Kaylee, her, one of her cover choices was a cover of a song um, called um, Be My Baby. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the Ronettes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how you could pull that. When when I re-listened to that episode, I was like, wow, she really tied that all together. And when we were recording, I don't think it made any sense to me. I was doing one of my dissociation <laughs> moments. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tie this together for you. Okay, that song, which was originally recorded by the Ronettes, the lead singer of the Ronettes, her name um, is Ronnie, and she later married one of the writers on the of that song, and producer, and that guy named that guy's name was Phil Spector. Phil Spector was a huge music producer in the '60s and '70s, and he was cuckoo. (laughs) He was nuts, crazy. But this guy was genius, and like Like so good music. I mean, um. Ike and Tina Turner worked yeah. with him. Cher worked with him. The Beatles, Beatles worked yeah. with him. John Lennon of the Beatles. Um, George Harrison of the Beatles. Like everybody. Leonard Cohen wanted. Yeah. Everybody wanted to work with Phil Spector because he was brilliant. But then they wanted to stop working with him because he was nuts and he was threatening them with his guns. Oh my Literally. He supposedly threatened Leonard Cohen and the Ramones with his guns. Jesus. Yeah. He was just crazy. And then... um. I learned this over the past week. He basically had um, Ronnie Spector like chained up in their house. Like she was not allowed to leave. She ran away barefoot, and oh that's how God. she escaped that marriage. They were Whoa. like married for almost seven years. That just remind that like sent me to like Manson living with one of the Beach Boys for like that whole summer. 
Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so that was the thing I didn't know either, and I was watching, because all I do is watch documentaries, but it's like, Charles Manson before the murders, like mm. like he was trying. Yeah, he was like a musician. Yeah, he was trying mm. to become a musician. That's what took him from San Francisco to Go LA. But he ended up living not with Brian Wilson. What's the other Wilson brother? Uh, he like lived Brian. at his house with all of his like followers <laughs> for a fucking summer, like eighteen months or something crazy. Well, he let it all get to his head. Um, he must have had some so good drugs. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, that's me tying up the all the Phil Spector stuff. But I thought it was funny that like it got mentioned in episode seven. He got mentioned in episode seven. Kayla, you had no idea he wrote that song that you yeah yeah brought yeah. up in episode eight. And then I was like, let me just explain this whole little story. Oh, so then in two thousand three, Phil Spector murdered a woman who was like a B-list actress. Oh, and that was when Jim asked if it was oh, Ronnie. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and he got convicted of murder, I think in 2009. Is um, he still alive? He died uh, of COVID-19. And Ronnie, she passed away last year in 2022. Uh, I think she had cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if these rumors are true, but in my quick search, it looks like Zendaya is supposed to play Ronnie Spector in a... Uh, upcoming biopic. That's a good. Uh, they kind of look like yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's a great actress. Oh, absolutely. And then my last thing. This one is specific. Well, it's not. It's not specific to the cover uh, song episode, but uh, only because we brought it up uh, in a previous episode. But Mambo Number no. Five. There was a lawsuit against that song. Did you know oh, against the that artist Lou Bega? Did you know that? From the King of Mambo. Um. Well, yeah, so I guess it's not technically a cover. He samples that song, and then, but Lou Bega had r- also written his own lyrics to it. Oh, so did he? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the original guy that composed <laughs> Mambo Number no. 5 did not have that many girlfriends. But did he get sued <laughs> for not crediting the sample? Um, it was so it gets a little tricky because Lou Bega is German and there it was whether the German laws applied or not, or like it was crazy. Yeah. It was like, it, yeah. which laws apply? So, yeah, that makes it a little tricky. And I think that's all I got. I I didn't have, I feel like there was maybe one part of re-listening to the episode that I was like, ah, I could make a note of that. And I didn't make notes, so of course it's not in my brain anymore. But it's it was fun and interesting to listen to something that was like a little bit more interpretive of ourselves and like everybody's individual thoughts about what a cover is and mm. and like re like building out that corresponding playlist was fun based on what everybody sent us and I've heard more covers since then I've had ones pop into my brain that I'm like how did we not even like mention this one and it's it's just it's fun I think I think that'll be a a good one to revisit from time to time yeah. as like a an over-the-counter not a prescription I like that yeah <clears throat> I had fun with it. I, and then Were I you able to find the uh, Unknown Mortal Orchestra Melody's Echo Chamber? It's on, um, it's on SoundCloud and SoundCloud, YouTube. Yeah. yeah. I yes, can't. Not it on could, Spotify. Yeah, it couldn't be on the uh, corresponding playlist, but we could always throw it on the episode guide. Yep. I was looking mm-hmm. for one this week, and I couldn't. It was grayed out. And I don't. it wasn't on the band's discography, and I <coughs> have it like stored somewhere. It's just grayed out on Spotify, because I was going to include it for my prescription this mm-hmm. week, but I guess... Maybe the way they distribute the album, like it only is streamable in like different countries and it's not in. Yeah, it it has to do with rights somewhere. And what's really weird about that, I ran into a similar issue doing that corresponding playlist, the the covers, because we mentioned um, 50 First Dates. 
that entire soundtrack, all but like two or three tracks is grayed out on Spotify. Mm. But all the artists have their like 311's cover of Love Song obviously is is massive from that movie. It's just in 311's discography oh. and doesn't mm. live on the 51st Date soundtrack, which is weird. But I guess that kind of fell in that era of time where people were still buying physical soundtracks versus mm. streaming. I'm sure it just yeah. gets caught up in like, what is all that mm. nitty gritty? Uh, speaking of our episode guides, Jim, your toesies are on the episode guide now. Okay. Your feet are on the internet, sir. <laughs> well, we'll see if it pops up anywhere. <laughs> Make sure you credit me. Give me my fucking toe royalties. <laughs> we should start. Uh, we should like really do the SEO on it so that it comes up yeah. when people search like Feet like flame toer yeah. or foot flame tattoo. <laughs> I even colored in the negative space of the um the flames on your uh, flame toer because then they look. Um, I mentioned that and they look like little sea anemones. Sea anemones. Finding yeah. Nemo. Yeah. Okay. Well, that wasn't the tattoo I was going for. I was going for fucking flames. You wanted. You to were the tough. one that. You were the one that. Can I get some seeing enemies on my toe, <laughs> please? It's a tattoo I've wanted for years. Prescription request. Dear song prescription. I'm struggling with the feeling that summer is ending. Crying emoji. August is right around the corner. We're here. And I don't want fall to be here. Can you prescribe a playlist that eases the pain and brings sunshine to my morning commute for the next school year? Yours truly, your biggest fan, Kate. We love you, Kate. Love you. Love you, Kate. She's our most supportive Instagram follower. I, love I know. So she's the best. She's the best. And she's been there since day one. She's a day oneer. Ride or die. How'd you guys do with this one? We kind of were talking, we touched on it a little bit. Like, I. I was pulling all over the place. I didn't know which sentence to focus on. So she's a teacher. So um, she gets like three months off every year. And it's got to be hard she's to been like having ramp like back up into the. School year. She's been having the summer of espresso martinis. <laughs> I might have been a part of that at one point. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I was saying when I first got it, I was like, oh, yeah, great. But I was thinking of it technically. And then I went to think about it and I was like, oh, no. But then once I started getting into songs, I got a bunch. Yeah, I, I had a couple of different approaches, but I guess I'll just share them when I when I go through my songs. Yeah. Hit us. Go ahead. Okay. So <clears throat> I was just thinking of back to school in general. And I was like, you know, when you're a kid, um, teachers do a great job of really getting you excited. And they say things like reach for the stars or like, you got this, that kind of stuff. Yep. And I was like, teachers should, they should hear that too. Okay. So this is the adult version of that. Um, go ahead. Cue Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm the one saying it. You hit me in my TikTok Beyonce sweet spot. 
Okay, so Kaylee said it. That song is Cuff It by Beyonce. That's a good choice. All right, Kaylee. You you had to do a Beyonce song first, right? Didn't you just go see her last night? In the rain. Give her some. I I saw her two nights ago, and it was great. It was fantastic. She came out in the pouring rain. Everybody was in the pouring rain, but like once the show started, I didn't even notice it was raining. Yeah, didn't she? Uh, didn't she pay for the metro to stay open like an hour later? Yeah, hundred grand. Yeah, she. That's chump change for I her. I know. It was like she probably spends that much on shoes, <laughs> um, but they had to because there was just lightning that would not stop, and so the show didn't start till after ten. Um, and otherwise, if she didn't pay. It, um, People would have been stuck. Everyone yeah. would have been stuck out there at FedEx Field, the the world's worst stadium. <laughs> tell <laughs> tell Jim what you told me um, <laughs> before he got here about what Katie said. Okay, so my wife said um, during the show, uh, even afterwards, she was like, I, I don't even think it was raining on Beyonce. <laughs> like Beyonce can control the weather above her head. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a stadium that is not indoors, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's not a dome. <laughs> but she just, you, she seemed unfazed by it, you know? I mean, have you to have be. to be. You have to be. Yeah, you absolutely have to be. But, like, it didn't even, it really didn't look like she was getting wet or anything. Like, you saw those, like, videos of Taylor doing that in Nashville yeah. when, same thing, she was on till like, 2 or yeah. 3 a.m. I had some, like, hydrophobic hairspray or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was surprised to see you get down to that, Kaylee, because you like to... TikTok wins everything for me, always. What? So if it weren't for TikTok, you wouldn't like that No, song? that's a good song. You were jamming down. But I don't, like, I have not actively gone to listen to that song. I solely know it oh. from the amount of TikTok yeah. I consume. It's a very groovy song. Yeah. Um, that song won the Grammy for uh, R&B Song of the Year. That's well-deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. One of her, like, 47 <laughs> Grammys or something. Yeah. It was one of those to tip the scale, finally, to get her uh, as nice. the most Grammy award-winning artist ever. Um, but you know, I, I see it. I see why she is. I'm uh, the show was like, uh, it was like a three ring circus in the best way. It was just like so much artistry went into it. So nice. nice. Yeah. So what about that song in particular? Are you like, Oh, so the lyrics, she's the lyrics. She is saying all these Mm. great things. Um, my body too bootylicious (laughs) for the school children. (laughs) I'm actually glad you brought that up because I said to Chris over the weekend, I don't even know how it came up, um, but Destiny's Child came up some way and I knew like every single word. And I was like, this is how, how has it not crossed my mind that like I can sit here and be like, I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. I was a huge Destiny's Child fan growing up. So maybe you never wanted them to split. Maybe that's (laughs) the real reason. Did you like Kelly Rowland? Did you see she's headlining Ooh. Artscape? I did not know oh, that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they announced oh, it yesterday. Sweet. So Artscape is a big festival here in Baltimore, and every year there's a free concert. And we've had uh, we've had TLC perform, mm-hmm. obviously, minus um, Left Eye. Um, they were trying R. to R. get <laughs> Ja Rule, and uh, I guess he had a list of demands, and they said, nope, and uh, we got Kelly Rowland. <laughs> His writer Please don't make fun of me for Firefest. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, no, no promises. <laughs> Um, but the the reason why I chose um, Cuff It by Beyonce is I thought these lyrics were like the adult version of, um, you know, Reach for the Stars and stuff like that. Um, she says, um, we gonna fuck up the night. <laughs> yeah, kids. <laughs> Bet you you'll see far. Bet you you'll see stars. Bet you you'll elevate. Bet you you'll meet God. So I was like. 
that's a, that's like the way to get an adult it's a good, ready like, for but the. But that's a good pump up, yeah, for the yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Particularly if Kate's really dreading waking up to go back to a schedule and a routine. Yeah. And it makes you want to dance. That's the first thing I did before mm-hmm. I started singing it. And I don't even I don't even know the TikTok dance. <laughs> uh, then the next song, I was like, it's it was hard for me to get out of my mind of going old school because going back to school is just like you kind of think about those jams when you're a kid. I was going to say, how are you defining old school? Like old school for us or like old school, old school? Uh, yeah, old school for Oldies? Well, <laughs> some people would call this an oldie. Oh, okay. But that's like... What was that meme I sent you guys when um, it was like someone on the sidewalk and they were like holding their heart and it was like when I hear something on the classic rock station. It's got to be the same one that everybody sends me all the time. It's like when I hear Mr. Brightside, mom, come pick me up. They're playing Mr. Brightside on the rock class, classic rock yeah, station. Yeah, yeah. Speaking um, of memes, Kelly and Kelly Rowland, it, she always makes the rounds on that one music video where she's texting some guy. Yeah, Nixel. On the <laughs> <laughs> she's texting like the, Nelly. Yeah, on the sidekick. Oh, <laughs> on man. the sidekick, yep. Let's put that as an honorable mention. I think that's a good back-to-school song. Okay, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, How'd you know I wasn't going to use it? <laughs> oh, sorry. I wasn't. Um, but this is old school for our generation, millennials. Uh, okay. And, um, you know, you're coming back to school. You got a big, you got to make a big statement. If you're a millennial still in school, (laughs) (laughs) you've got a lot of debt. (laughs) Drop out, dude. Just, I don't know. You have enough degrees. (laughs) Take a nap. Oh, you're gonna make one of our good friends very happy with this song. (laughs) Alex. Yep. I was wondering when this song was gonna be applied. Return of the school counselor, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'm surprised you gave like that forethought of it being a throwback. Well, I I almost didn't pick that song because I was like, oh, it's so overplayed. And I was like, oh, just probably just overplayed for me. (laughs) And been remade. (laughs) Really? Or at least sampled for sure. I don't don't know about a remake. That that song is so good. Yeah. It stands uh on its own. I don't think it can ever be redone. It is. One of the biggest one-hit wonders, Mark Morrison never had another hit, um, mm-hmm. and he was never returning from anything other than this failed relationship, I guess. And uh, I also didn't know he was British. <laughs> he was British. never returning. <laughs> like, he wasn't, like, coming back to the charts. And still hasn't. He's yeah. just rolling in the dough. <laughs> yeah, but that song's sick. For yeah. Like, um, I was... I was gonna. I think I was gonna use that for a ladies' night episode, and mm-hmm. I was like, "That would have mm-hmm. been a good one too." <laughs> because, like, if you're trying to get over a breakup and you're going out with like your friends, and you're like, "I'm gonna be fine," and like, I'm now I'm single, so this is gonna be fun. Yeah. And that song will just make you get in that headspace rather than like lamenting or in like just upset over the 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 relationship that fell apart. Mm-hmm. So. Um. Okay, my last thing is an honorable mention, which I'll include because uh, I'll include, but I don't think it's going to be available on our playlist because I don't think it's on Spotify. Okay. It's the Saved by the Bell theme song. (laughs) I bet that lives on Spotify. (laughs) You think so? Yeah. Okay. I bet it does. All right, cool. But I'll search for it. I could just pre-record my speech that I say every time of like, I had too many and I had a hard time narrowing it down. But it's true, I did. Um, But I'm glad that where I started 
is ending up as an honorable mention, and I'll get to it later. And it brought me to where I like really wanted to be in the sweet spot mm. of these songs. Okay, um, I'm intrigued. And the other thing that I thought was really funny about the three that I chose, I don't have to go into a part and like figure out what part of the song I want to play. It's the first thirty every okay. time. Nice. So nice. Here we go. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Here we go again. Oh, okay. I thought this was going to be the Lana Del Rey version. So, okay. So funny. No, no. Would not be Lana. But that is how, that's how I got there. Was I was thinking Summertime Sadness. And I, uh, there's a, there's a version of Summertime Sadness that I love. That is, um, I have to remember the DJ's name. I guess he's a DJ, producer. I don't know. Cedric Gervais is what it is. But it's, it's a more... Workout friendly jerk face? or beat. <laughs> Cedric jerk face <laughs> or um, <laughs> more upbeat. It's a it's a remix of Summertime Sadness, but that's where I like oh. started when I started building this out because like you're sad, summer's ending, and yeah. blah blah blah. And then I got to Sublime, and I was like, nope, this is absolutely it. And that is such a pivotal. Like it's still hot. It's yeah. August. You have to go back to school, and like mm. it it just resonates with a time of my life, uh, a very specific like time in my life yeah you know what that song and uh, probably more so with the original the louis armstrong version Mm -hmm. is um when he says like summertime and the living's easy like i don't think of like that i feel like it's got like this thick molasses kind of sound to it i'm like kind of sounds dreadful you know yeah absolutely but and that i mean most that sublime songs about a, a relationship like the whole that whole verse is like I'm locked down like a penitentiary. Mm. Like, uh, what is it? She she treats me so, I love her so good, but she treats me like shit or, or whatever it is. And it's uh, obviously not that reminiscent to school kids, but it does always make me think of a very specific part of summer. And going to summer in the mid-Atlantic, like where we are, it was hot as shit when I went back to school. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it's... It, it's weird. It doesn't even throw me to high school. It throws me probably like younger than that middle school. But gotcha. And going back, yeah. it, it's definitely not an end of school year kind of summer song. No, no. It's like yeah. an end of summer kind of summer gotcha. song. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so you're like grasping at what's left of summer and yeah. trying to absorb that summer feeling before having to say goodbye. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Um, you said summer sadness, summertime sadness. Didn't we just had s- we had sad summer festival here at uh, Pier Six and like Taking Back Sunday? Oh, I almost went to that show. And Motion City soundtrack and I don't so if mo- I don't think we had Motion City on our oh leg of my. it because if we did, I would have gone. Um, but we got it on like a Wednesday afternoon yeah. and doors were at two. Yeah, and so I was like. We have <laughs> jobs. Um, and like Taking Back Sunday still wasn't going to go on until 9.30. And it's like, yeah. mm. There's a lot of bands. Uh, but yeah, we did just get that. And I think I did have friends that went. I was like, I know we thought about going. I did have friends that went, but Yeah, yeah I cool. kind of regret not going. Love Taking Back Sunday. Me too. They were supposed to perform at my high school because we had won some kind of competition. And the school superintendent wouldn't allow us to have the concert, even though it was going to be after school. Really? Wow. <laughs> well, let's not badmouth uh, 
school staff <laughs> <laughs> on this fucking episode. Goddamn superintendent didn't allow to take my Sunday to play my high school. We won the fucking contest. <laughs> um, I kind of stay in a similar genre with all of my picks before the honorable mentions. Not not all big, like we can blanket at large, but uh, here's here's my next one. Fall is here, hear the yell. I was playing white tees. That reminds me of Pacific time. And then when he said, Jim said, white, I was like, oh my God, I'm really going to be friends. That's like a New York City. That's like a New York City. Um, so a little on the nose, but I didn't even, that's a song that I probably wouldn't pull for another, another prescription request. And, and when I, when the light bulb went off for me, I'm like, oh, yep, here we are. Perfect. That's a good one. Um, but going back to our, uh, sad summer, um, my last pick is very good pop punk emo soul of which I am. But uh, you had mentioned a few episodes ago, um, like, warm-up mixes for yeah. sports. Mm-hmm. And uh, I played volleyball, which we always, like, started practicing before we went back to school. You had, like, whatever. It was, like, a week or two yeah. before school started. But I I was always tasked with making our warm-up CD. And this I threw on there when nobody was listening to pop punk. And then it stuck with us, like, all of high school. So... It uh, it's a good one. It's a classic, and I'm sure you guys will know it. Shake down, you make me break. For goodness sake, I think I'm on the edge. Something, something yep. new with you. Good old Andrew McMahon. <laughs> Shout out, don't drown the sound. I'll drown but it sends me to like Warp Tour so summer. As I wanna scream with you. And then volleyball warm ups. <laughs> Kate was at that show with us too. Yeah. So that's a, a good pull for yeah. Kate. Yeah. And that wasn't even intentional. It's mm. just like, it, it just landed. Um, okay. So, Kaylee, you invited me and my wife to go to see that concert. It was uh, Dashboard Confessionals and Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so the three of us show up and we're about to go through security and we see Jim and his wife walking towards us and we we're like, what? And you guys were leaving because uh, Casey's purse was too big. Oh, yeah. And then we saw Kate. And then we saw our other friends. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I like had met all of you guys a few times but hadn't hung out with you enough. And then I like looked at Katie and Roxy. I'm like, so your whole friend group's here but didn't tell you they were coming and you're here with me? Hold on. Okay. So <laughs> this is why. Uh, so for Sammy, I guess, was like, I want to go to this. Robbie got her tickets. Robbie was Kate's roommate for a while. And I think, you know, it, the tour got announced, got postponed because of COVID or something. And then. And we bought tickets like that day or that yeah, week. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I literally so, bought them that day. So this was a, a birthday gift to Sammy, who's a big dashboard, something corporate fan. And then I guess Kate was like, oh, I want to come with you guys too. And, um,. Robbie had just told me about it randomly one night. He's like, we're going to see Dashboard. And I was like, oh, shit, I should probably 
And who, like I, I found out that Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness was there. My wife loves Andrew McMahon. Mostly something corporate, but also oh, it was absolutely Casey and I that were the only ones that knew something corporate. The rest of you guys yeah. only knew Dashboard. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta get tickets. This is a good idea, Robbie. Thanks for mm-hmm. the uh, tip. And uh, I thought it was just gonna be us, and then you showed up. <laughs> Busted. Why weren't we invited? Busted. Hey, look at us all now. Uh, anyways, so then, like two months. We're just trying to make our wives happy, not our fucking <laughs> friends. <laughs> So then two months later, um, I was walking with uh, Casey around at the Renaissance Fair. And Casey was like, can I ask you something? (laughs) And I was like, I was like, yeah, of course. And she goes, are you and Katie in a thruple? (laughs) 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 And I was like, um, no, but with who were you thinking? And she was like, Kaylee. I was like, like, why do you think that? And she was like, well, you guys were being really secretive about going to that concert. And I was like, okay, you guys all went and didn't tell us about it. And she goes, yeah, I thought about that too. (laughs) Really secretive. We we went, Casey, rewind the tape. We bought the tickets that day. Um, uh, but when I, I told you that, you were so flattered and excited. I was. and I was. I was very flattered and excited. And it's not the first time. Bring this full circle again. Another couple that I ran into at that show is my friend Lauren and her husband, JP. And when Lauren and I go out for happy hour, people think Lauren and I are together. Oh. So I'm just everybody's either Aww. third wheel or um, girlfriend. Nice. That's cute. That's yeah. a, that's very nice. I'm Is all it? I'm all my girlfriend's girlfriend. <laughs> it's a little strange, but yes. Um, yeah, but that was that was a fun time. That was a fun time that night. It was a beautiful night. Yeah, it was really really nice. A lot of dashboard songs lyrics uh, just popped in my head, even though I hadn't listened to them in about fifteen years. I think I lost my voice that night. <sighs> okay, so my turn, and you know, I didn't do a lot of prep. And I'm just going to do this. And you guys are giving some way better prescriptions. Kate's my friend. And I was like, should I tailor this towards Kate or to the general populace? Because I was like, Kate matters because she's always Aww. listening. And um, I didn't really know what to uh, what to pull here. Were you having one of those moments uh, where like when you know it matters and you try too hard that then like your brain trips out? Where it's like, I want this to be great. Nothing's ever going to be good enough. Yeah. Well, I know a few of like w- what Kate likes, um, and I'll probably just rattle off some honorable mentions that I think would be good for for Kate, maybe. But well, you you're the last to go, so you can you can I do know, all in so one fell swoop. This prompt, I want to read it again because like, oh Jesus, <laughs> this might be one of my worst prescriptions, and I feel like I'm letting my friend down. I don't think fine. that's true. Okay, well, I, also you, I haven't gotten into it yet, so let's let's save the judgment. Okay, but let me while you're while you're gathering your thoughts, let me say that of like any time that we go into the like prescribing the songs or even come out of recording and it's like, "Huh, did I miss the mark or did I do this or how's this all going to meld?" Mm-hmm. And then I go to like the day before we release and I'm building that corresponding playlist inevitably it's a pretty cool mix of like 25 to 35 songs that then it's like shit i feel good about this like yeah. we're yeah hmm. and people like those and people interact with them and yeah i mean it's everybody's everybody's gonna like something a little bit different okay well 
the, I'll, I'll hit on a few things because there this prompt pulled me in a couple of different directions. So one, she wants something for her morning commute in the beginning of the year. Um, I assume it's these are early mornings. Uh, you're a school teacher or school counselor. If you're in on the school staff, these are early mornings, um, and then you got to show up and get into that mood. And you, you yeah, like having an off day probably isn't an option for a lot of teachers. There's syllabuses and curriculum that you have to do. There's probably state exams that you have to uh, prepare your students for, and you, you got to be on point. So um, I like this song because it's so funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that uh, it's impossible to not listen to the song and not be in like a little silly, happy mood. Love that. Okay. And it's kind of like... The lyrics, it kind of reminds me of a children's song, but done in a really fun and cool way. But yeah, you can pot up. Let's keep on moving by King Tough. Doesn't it sound kind of like sing songy? Like kid, kid song. It does, yeah. And uh, I just think it's impossible not to smile. So I think mm -hmm. it's a good song that'll uh, just horribly simple, but genius in in mm. that respect. And I think it's just so silly. That, like he, like he uh, talks about like being Frankenstein and stuff. Oh, and I was gonna like, mention Monster Mash. Yeah, yeah it, it, oh. it has similar undertones of Monster Wait, Mash. Didn't we didn't we figure out that simple songs are the most like beloved? Yeah, though? they're yeah. like the more universally mm -hmm. connected to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He also his voice. Kind of mm -hmm. sounds like Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> okay. He is like a silly guy. Uh, I feel like there's probably a Weird Al song that <coughs> could make this play. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Thomas, uh, I think it's his initials, so King Tuff, T-U-F-F, -F, uh, play on King Tut, the Egyptian no. king that you learn so much about in elementary <laughs> school. <laughs> it's like, why, why do I know about The boy king. king. Yeah. And that's, there was really, really wasn't too much about him other than he was a little boy and that was a king and died. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that was the first one, the, the commute. Um, the second one I'll play. I always appreciate mm. how you break it down into like parts. Do I usually do that? Because I'm only I'm doing it. Well, now. back back to our back to our workout episode. It was like <laughs> you guys both. It was like, uh, and now I'm food prepping. Oh, okay, you can pot up for this next one. I know this voice. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Hospital by Madison Cunningham. Okay. Uh, I like how she says, "I want more time to waste." There, but there are, are some lyrics here that part specifically. Um, with the face lines of a moth's wing, I want more time to waste. So it's kind of like you got sunburn on the summer. Yep. You want more time to waste over the summer. But, you know, 
uh, you don't have it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I thought that was a pretty accurate line for this feeling. Um, I love the guitar there. To me, she sounds like Cheryl Crow. <laughs> she um, does. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good pull. And um, I love the. She's a guitar player, and she's just great at it. Uh, let's see. Do I have any more notes on this? Hospital is written from the sort of half-awake, slightly drunken, on the cusp of a nervous breakdown <laughs> perspective. So it's like uh, you've been partying over the summer, and it's like, well, shit, i got to get back to work and back into the work mode. Too many espresso um, martinis. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I hear it on the radio on my, my listener-supported radio station. Mm -hmm. It's good. That's how I know it. It's a really good song. I like how it's arranged and how it sounds. Yeah, very nice. Okay, and I think Kate would like that song, yeah. maybe. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be a new one for her. We'll which, see. which is what I think is great about these prescriptions is even if we were to pull to uh, when it's somebody that we know and something specific to them, they're still going to get a little like grab bag of like, oh, maybe I didn't know that song or maybe I forgot about that song mm -hmm. or maybe this isn't something I'd go to on my own, but now it lives in a playlist that was made for me. Yeah. And OK, so my last one, this was a song that I discovered this summer. Um and I really like it, and um, I'll talk about it after I play it. You can pot up. seconds there <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoops um that is a song called at pace by cola cola like coca-cola so cola is a band that is comprised of three guys that used to be in a band called ought o-u-g-h-t okay um this post-punk type of weird vocals um it's really cool but i thought that was a good like um driving song it's the the beats nice i was bouncing um, the whole time yeah but the lyrics are cool um out of nowhere satisfied tattooed and starry-eyed take a second on loan till it becomes what you own uh repetition patched on till you become what you are so the way that i had related to these lyrics is like you know how like i feel like this is a widespread epidemic with millennials like imposter syndrome like everybody mm -hmm. doesn't feel like very good at what they do um so but then there's some the th there's some <laughs> moments though where you're like wait a sec i am good at this because i do it fucking every day and like there's get my so wife many, off yeah, there's <laughs> <been> <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> sorry wow i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah um if the if that if you're a sex worker, I guess uh, in a in a committed relationship. Glad to know Roxy doesn't have I'm talking about fucking work syndrome. here. Um, in the bedroom. Yeah. yeah, so it's like I think if you, and I know Kate's been, um, you know, a school employee for quite some time now, probably around 10, 15 years, and um, you know, I think every year probably throws a new wrench into things and there's a new crop of kids and there's a new way to approach the teaching the learning the guiding the counseling um but you know just trust your instincts and i think you'll be fine like i, I don't know um 
And then I, I feel like if you do something for long enough, you should be considered like an expert at it. So fuck school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, kids. You Drop out. Yeah, you don't need a PhD um, to be good at something, you know, especially doing something for money, doing something professionally. Um, so, yeah, there you go. And honestly, that was like one of my songs that I liked this summer. So I'm like, nice. okay, that's on my summer tunes. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to have one song for myself there. So yeah. this is a song prescription for me. <laughs> Doctor's got to test it out. <laughs> and then I have two honorable mentions. Are we, should we do honorable mentions? Yeah, now? let's yeah. do it. Okay, so one is Don't Want to Say Goodbye by Cutworms. I think that um, this is about a relationship, but it could be about your relationship with the summer. Like You don't want to say goodbye, but it's time. You know, like mm-hmm. when you're like, in a relationship and you're like eh, it's fizzling out and this was fun but we should probably call yeah, it yeah we gotta wrap it up we gotta yeah. get back to yeah. work so like uh, I think this applies in that same way uh, don't have to say goodbye or don't want to say goodbye by Cutworms and then One More Year by Tame Impala so I'll just mm-hmm. get through one more year <laughs> Tame's a good one one more year okay so um, we posted on our Instagram story we did uh, we put the a prescription request up there and we asked for your guys's um your guys and gals's song suggestions and we said we'd read them off yeah we um we got a couple and then chris threw one in at me at the last moment which i appreciate um we got some from from miss casey since since she's gotten some shout outs this uh this episode. I love you so much, Casey. Where do I begin? By the Chemical Brothers. She's all about the Chem Bros. I think that's the <laughs> second time. I was yeah. saying, I think that's the second time yeah. she's uh yeah. she's given them. And I've told a story about us seeing them in Rome mm-hmm. on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Like and it was like the best day of her <laughs> life. All right, add them to the Taylor Swift <laughs> and Beyonce list if we can't mention them ever again. Um that being said, she also threw in New Romantics by Taylor Swift and Schedules by Sigrid. Um, Surprised she didn't throw in "Cruel Summer." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's like her favorite Taylor Swift song ever, or like right now. <laughs> ever. Really? Yeah, that's like she loves that song. She thinks it's like the most perfectly crafted pop song. And it's funny, Taylor made my honorable mentions as well, but not the same, not the same album she chose or the same song. So, uh, well, Taylor Swift's got a song for everything. Same with Beyonce. Same with the Chemical Brothers. <laughs> I did 15 by Taylor Swift because it's really all about 15 like, songs or the, the song, song okay. 15. <laughs> um, we got from Jenny Pump It Up by Endor. Pump up the jam. <laughs> <laughs> that's Techno John. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> that's not it. Um, and then Chris's was Baby One More Time by Britney Spears because of the video, which makes like perfect hmm. sense. Uh, the schoolgirl. Um, I got. Oh. Go I on. have one more. Okay. Um, ABC by Jackson 5. Oh, that's perfect. Yep. Mm. I got Motown Philly, Boyz Men, Motown Philly, back again. Yep. And Grand Theft Autumn, Fallout Boy. Oh, that's a good one. I One mm. of my honorable mentions is close to that. I had Gym Class Heroes, Keep ah. It's Chokehold on mine. Um, and I'll just round mine out since I, I said uh, I had Summertime Sadness and 15 by Taylor Swift. Tongue Tied by Group Love nice. and Teenage Dirtbag by oh, Weedis. Oh my God, yeah. Okay. 
That one almost made my like actual prescription. Yeah, I feel like we need to play it. I know, right? And it's <laughs> the minute you hear Teenage Dirtbag, you're like, I want to hear it. Yeah. It plays in your head. Uh-huh. It does. A little good on the playlist. Yeah. You guys, this is a, a nice little short and sweet, but we'll have exactly what Kate wanted, a full playlist of back-to-school jams. And Kate, if I fucked it up too much, just text me on the side. I'll, I'll, I'll throw in some other prescriptions <laughs> for you. Uh, God bless you. Uh, but you know what? If you want a song prescription just for you, and even if you don't know us, just reach out to us. Kaylee, tell everyone how. Yeah, this was hyper-specific to Kate, and that just happened to be that she's one of our friends. And, and uh, biggest fan. And and yes, as she said. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can, or if there are uh, songs that we didn't get to that you want to throw in for any of these past episodes, you absolutely can. Um, you can find us at SongRxPod on all of the socials. <laughs> at SongRxPod on all the socials. SongRxPod.com for the episode guides. You can find the corresponding playlist there. Any other information that you need. The links to listen wherever you listen to us on um, your favorite podcast platforms. And uh, what am I missing? Oh, you can email us. SongRxPod at gmail.com. Now, that being said, your favorite podcast platforms, rate us, review us, subscribe to us, share with your friends, and just like we were saying, interact with us. This show is so much better when we get your commentary and your input, and uh, we're obviously prescribing to you, so uh, so feel free. We, we are open, and... It's actually really fun when we get mm-hmm. the prescription requests that like really challenge us because then we get to like have to work hard yeah. but also open up and come to the table with things that maybe people don't know and surprise each other and surprise ourselves. So we're having fun with it and uh, we hope you guys are too. Yay. Back to school always reminds me of the start of football season. Yeah. So I'm super almost, pumped up. It's almost time. Uh, maybe just listen to some, I don't know, football music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, but I'm I'm with Kate. I'm not ready for fall, which football makes me think fall. I love, and I love fall. I love the transition. Goodbye, hot ass, humid weather. I'm done. Well, I want to wear pants again. <laughs> well, Steve's getting nice and cozy. I think it's bedtime. We didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Kaylee. I'm Roxy. I'm Jim. And this is Song Prescription. Bye bye. Bye.